I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Recording in progress. That's yeah. right. We record these podcasts for the listeners, but also for the watchers. Let me tell you, no, that's not. A, I was going to tell a story, but it's actually a real gross story. I should tell it. Wow. I um, how was your day, AJ? <laughs> um, well, it was kind of impeded by the gross story. I don't want to tell. No. Um, let's just say I had a bout at about three a.m. last a, or this a morning. Gout. About, about, about what? of 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 a couple of things that happen when you've maybe eaten something bad or mm. had, perhaps in my case, a single margarita might have been what did it. Oh, really? I don't You're know a, what's a why my old my used to have used to have a stomach of steel. Now I wake up in the worst pain I have of a my stomach life. Of bloody aluminium. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that was an interesting day. Um, yeah, nice. I, I had a very busy day. I was working today. We were supposed to record six podcasts today, and, and we, we're going to planned out this marathon not do thing. That. <laughs> we're now we're, now we're doing three at the moment. This is the first one, so we are getting us at our freshest. If you want to hear mm. some of the other ones, you can go over to Patreon dot com and subscribe mm-hmm. there we're going to be recording some mm. stuff for the that we're it's long overdue at this point. Mm. Um. But yeah, I got caught out in the rain a lot. My hair is an absolute state. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see. Oh, Look at my hair. The blonde's gone. Yeah, the you don't have The blonde days are over. The nice. blonde days are over. Um, what else? I ran into your sister today. Yes. That was, yeah, tell, tell me that story. <laughs> uh, my flatmate worked at a costume hire store and I had, had the day off work today and I went to go hang out and was just sitting behind the counter and then your sister walked up and was like aj and i was like oh hey and spent like, oh, I hey. Hope she doesn't listen I hope she doesn't listen to this probably about two minutes into the conversation my brain went fuck what is it it's uh emily <laughs> <laughs> um, she said she doesn't listen anymore so hopefully she won't <laughs> did you say that at the time yeah 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 That's so <laughs> Um, she's going to be like, you know what? After the interaction, I'll listen to the next episode. That's out. Mm. Mm. Um, AJ, I have something that I want to ask. I want to get your opinion on this because yep. you're more, uh, susceptible to societal norms than I, um, susceptible as yeah. in you fall like, for them. <laughs> you reckon? I think so. Yeah. Like I reckon, I reckon you have less pride than I do for societal norms. I reckon you're more likely to be like, yeah, whatever, that's the done thing. And I'm more likely to be like, I'm too cool. You'll be like, dabbing. I'm going to say a word that's never been said before. <laughs> <laughs> um, just so I feel unique. Um, mm. Like, you know, Garden State. Yeah. No, I think that, you know, you you would rather, you would be more likely to 
if some, there's an uncomfortable interaction, you know, you would be more willing to just do the done. Anyway, what I'm asking is, and I'd love to get your opinion on this, because I, I don't like when people thank me for something that I was forced to do. It doesn't happen to me very often. So, like, <laughs> it happens to me all the time. Uh, so, if it's a hypothetical scenario, if you had said to me, um, a Richard, the I know I was supposed to run the Antoine Duanel, which I just found out is the pronunciation of his Duanel. name. Duanel. Yeah, uh, mm. you, uh, a bit more cheese messaged me about it. Oh, but, nice. um, I think it's a bit more cheese, yeah. Anyway, uh, message me about a this. A bit more fromage, and, I think, yes. at this point. On the and, um, yes, yeah, so I say, AJ, you came to me and said, hey, you're, uh, you're supposed to be running it, but I'm so swamped. Either you run it or the episode's not happening. And it's like, well, I can't. And just to be clear for for listeners and watchers, this hasn't happened yet, but it could. (laughs) Um, And and so it's like, well, you've put me in this corner. I have to do it. Um, Mm. And then afterwards, if you go, thanks for doing that. Mm. It's like, well, I didn't do it to be kind. I didn't. Mm. I, I did it because you forced me to. Well, um, I would also think, though, Richard, that the good thing about being friends with me is I'm often so un- like unappreciative. <laughs> like, I probably wouldn't thank you for that mm, afterwards. That's true. But I, I, because, but it's it's this interesting thing, and I was thinking about it today because I, I people do say, "Oh, thank you for doing that." And it's like, well, I, you didn't give me a choice, so mm. what's the, yeah. what are you gaining out of thanking me? But yeah. the, um. But I think because, and this is a boomers versus millennials argument, that sure. boomers don't like, generalizing here, when millennials or Gen Z say no worries to thank you. Right. Um, because, you know, as as a millennial, we're just sort of like, oh yeah, it's just the done thing. Like, yeah, of course I would help you out. Mm. You're like, no worries. It's literally no worries to me. Mm. Um Whereas Boomer's like, no, you're supposed to say you're welcome because yes, I did do this thing. And I think maybe it's like I'm becoming a Boomer and being like, and because my only programmed response to thank you is no worries. And what I'm telling you is this was annoying to me, but I was forced to do it. Mm. Um, and so, and so, but because in my mind, I guess I think that thank you's only response is no worries, but maybe I should, maybe this is actually just, I should start saying you're welcome. Right. Well, you do have a lot of boomer qualities. I've often regarded you as sort of like a sleeper agent. Like you have the uh, sort of societal values and same desires as your fellow millennials, but you're willing to use their, the boomers weapons against them. Like what? Um, you you'll you know you get delivered wrong food at a restaurant you'll very sternly send it back and i don't know a lot of people who would do that it doesn't when we were when uh, we were flatting together yeah um we had a shitty landlord who i you you were like aj let me do it (laughs) and i was like okay and you like you know i think that's just my and maybe this is more of a i may maybe i think you're wrong and this is more of a gen z thing because gen z's mm. they fucking love being activists for anything i might i just i think i have a strong sense of justice that's how yeah. i would refer to that but um well, on, boomers think that as well but their their version of justice is boys shouldn't wear girls clothes they, and yeah they're right yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
they wouldn't call them girls' clothes if they were meant for boys. Mm. But no, the um, things like sending because I I there's you and I both don't like planes, trains, and automobiles. There's a there's a the, the classic scene <laughs> in that film where he uh, Steve Martin's character goes off at this um uh person at the car rental place and. It's like John Hughes fought to keep that scene in the film. It got an R rating because there's like so many F-bombs in this one scene, but nothing else about the film is R-rated. And people are like, yeah, he made the right choice. This is a classic scene. But it's like that scene has aged out of being funny because the joke of that scene is he's being rude to someone in customer service. Mm. And it's like, you could say, okay, but by the end of the scene, the punch, he, he's the butt of that joke because he doesn't get his way. But I, I maintain I'm not rude to customer service people people have accused me of it and it's like i'm i am not i i will express my you know issues whatever but i don't think i cross the line into rude unless they do first and then fucking all hell breaks loose if a customer service person is rude to me it's like you you better fucking buckle up some <laughs> Yeah, or a close friend you've known for we we recently learned ten years we've mm. known each other um, yeah. the other day over ten years now. Um, hey, but yeah, we sending should... food back in yeah. a restaurant. One of Jess, um, I went one of I didn't know Jess very well. Um, it was her twenty second birthday. We'd been on a couple of dates, sort of thing. But she invited me, and you know, it, like in, in the time since then, we're like, I probably shouldn't have like you know, we weren't close enough. But I, um, I ordered some kind of some fish dish um and they came out with one of those like full snapper things which was mm. like on the menu was quite similar in name to what i had ordered but I, I i had a comedy gig later that night so i was in a bit of a rush and i and i remember like not sending it back <laughs> because they're like who ordered this and it's like no one and then people were like ooh, like who the fuck ordered that entire snapper and i was like <sighs> Yeah, I think that's mine. Like, and so that's a story of how I was a brave little boy and didn't wow. send back this. Happened. It was, it was. To tell you what, it was bloody nice. That's good. Well, that's everyone won then in the end. Um, mm. Well, hey, speaking of uh, bloody nice, we got a bloody nice show for the mm. the listeners and viewers because that's right. This is an episode of Meeting of the Elders, which we record our Zoom calls for, so that if you would like to, you can watch the video version of the the episode of the podcast. And this is our monthly uh, episode that's sort of it's effectively like an a prestige fan mail episode where if you are part of the uh cult elders tier over at patreon.com slash cop you get to you get the opportunity to either send us a written or recorded message on your thoughts on the previous three episodes of the show of the cop podcast so today we're going to be going through um the listeners thoughts on ip man film franchise fights 
and the Maze Runner franchise. Um, and of course, if you want to get involved, head over to Cult Popsha's Patreon, patreon.com slash Cult Popsha, uh, and uh, sign up to the Cult Elders tier, and you'll be admitted into a secret Discord room um, where we give you the opportunity to write, um, or you you can email. I guess you could just email your messages in anyway, but we won't play them unless you're also paying. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I thought, I thought what we could do today, um, we could go through all the written messages first, and then mm-hmm. end on the, all the recorded messages it, as, yeah, as, right. as a treat. Yep. So the first message we're going to look at today is from Fromage on Cult Elders, who has these following thoughts on Ip Man. Are we ready? I'll read, I'll read this one. Okay. Fromage says, watched these all recently and enjoyed them all. I really like how the wire work is used sparingly. You don't have people flying through the air or running on walls, but it makes the fights more fun and engaging. The choreography in the fights is incredible. The I will fight 10 of your men moment in the first is great. The second one had a good mix of group and one-on-one fights. You guys talked about Ip Man never getting beat up, but the box actually fucks him up. That's probably true. Um, three and some had some great big fight scenes like when they rescue the kids at the docks and the fight between Ip Man and Z-Man ruled four was interesting but basically repeated old storylines but again Ip Man gets fucked up and at the end up, fucked up at the end Z-Man is my favourite I don't think it's called it's called Master Z not Z-Man <laughs> just a <little laughs> small correction there uh, is my favourite it's centred around the most interesting man in the series this man fighting for his son caught up on the underground etc uh, Z-Man has the best fight and Yo and Batista. It is the best. Uh, Fromage's ranking is Z3241. Wow, you put one right at the bottom. Wow. I would probably go Z1234. I reckon yeah. that's what I would do. Another interesting thing is how much this series feels like propaganda. I know this is silly coming from an American, but it just made me think about it, the way it idolizes Ip Man and shows him as this national hero and reinforces a country's belief. I just found it similar to the American war movies that glorify soldiers. I don't think that makes them bad movies or anything, but it's easy to see how much it valorizes Chinese beliefs. Very true. I often think about... um, Olympus has fallen, another mm. franchise we've done, and how I'm that movie. I always think about Olympus has fallen, <laughs> and that movie ends with President Aaron Eckhart being like, "God bless America," and how like how sincere that is, and how weird yeah. that is to see in a movie fronted by an Irishman doing a little his little American accent. Mm. Um, I was just thought that was kind of weird, and I I agree. I think that that especially finding out the truth about like Ip Man, you know, being kind of like. And you find this is true of any historical icon. They've often got, you know, skeletons in their in their closets. Um so yeah, do what do you think? I, I think um I think it's funny that uh Fromage mentions the wire work is used sparingly because maybe it is, but when I think of the funniest thing about those movies, it's people going into these graceful gliding jump kicks uh that clearly a human being can't do <laughs> without wire work. <laughs> Not for it, man, though. No, of course. He did it Not all, for, the, for real. Well, according to these movies, they've told me that he was an incredible person. <laughs> kind as well as heroic. Mm. 
um yeah. from ours went on to say film franchise fights is a good idea for a game maybe we should try playing it in the discord yes once once the, the rules are finalized yeah yeah um, the rules which we've never said when they will or won't be finalized <laughs> <laughs> it, it would just be next time we run out of well next time it's your turn to come up with an idea for an off thing oh let's do that one again they won't uh, be for a while <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Maze Runner is shit that I'll never watch, but glad you did so I could hear about it. Can't wait to hear the Dwanel episode. Dwanel. Doinel, we called him. You Doinel. said Doinel last week, last episode, and in my head I was like, ah, fuck, that's so not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought pronounced. that too. I, it was in my head as well. I thought that. A, French, a French guy named Doinel, that can't be right. <laughs> Doinel. Doinel. <laughs> Antoine Guanel. So the 400 Blisses has a massive spoiler marked message that says, I guess I should throw something together. So here it is. Bear in mind that this is all a bit because later on someone said, I don't, in reply to this, I don't think you get to uh, boss them people around just because you give them money so 400 blisses which is is truth and and not truth i think there's an element of bossing around i think that's part of the it depends where your where your heart is yeah that's true um like you can't make us say slurs i will never say one comedically it would it would be (laughs) funny for me to now say but not worth it for the yeah. Um, social r- repercussions i'm just gonna, i'm gonna i'm gonna bleep that so it sounds like you said a slur <laughs> okay as long uh, as you leave that unbleeped <laughs> uh please read in your best jersey accent or if you jersey can't do accent. jersey do boston if you can't do boston do Cy texas um i my b-reel has just gone off so i will quickly do that shall i take the first paragraph and no i can do it you did the last one okay it would have been a great way to kill the dead air that happens because you're doing your no i i I didn't like that once as well so i'm i'm gonna redo it i i thought i looked hideous i'm gonna take a photo of my oh god did you there we go that can be on the thumbnail okay hey yeah Uh, what what do you think of uh new jersey accent what do i think of it i don't know if i can recall it off because i mean new jersey is like um new jersey and don't come out after me if this isn't technically correct but i um uh, what's her name um aunt may and um aunt may her name's aunt may no, uh, Maria. Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. And uh, my cousin Vinny. That's mm. like the classic, I think. But I'm going to try Boston. I'm going to use my like key phrase to get into that, which is. Wait, sorry, just before you do, which one is the, the little poodle and cat dog? Because that's the. That's cat a new... dog! Cat dog! Why uh, are you on it? I could do it in that voice. Poodle. Um, Shriek Dubois shriek oh god so um yeah i'll transition into my boston accent i'm not a corp okay well i'll be honest i was gonna have my dear sweet old mother tell me her thoughts on the hunger games but wouldn't you know it i didn't even bother to ask it what kind of pot belly crocodile am i a foolish one i'll tell you what and then in brackets don't stop the accent keep going my dudes Anyways, I may have said this before, I may have meant to share this before, but my dear sweet mother recently told me that the most disturbing film she ever did see, that's right, The Hunger Games. Switch who was reading, please continue the accent. This mother of mine, 
okay, now switch there's, back there's to the first There's one more word game. you left off there. Oh, this mother of mine is... Okay, now switch back to the first guy. A straight-off fool. This woman has seen Blue Velvet, and somehow Hunger Games is the most disturbing film she's ever seen. Excuse me, Waza Boozle. <laughs> Excuse me, Wazzy Blue Play. Gentlemen, please, I beg of you, please tell me your thoughts on this. She doesn't listen to this podcast, so please feel free to be harsh. Or don't be harsh. I wouldn't want my dear sweet mother to have a heart attack. She probably won't, though. Please explain your thoughts here, if you please. I think that... Um, uh, please, please rate my Bostonian accent in the Discord. But I do... It's interesting. I think there's, there's something else happened recently with this, where... I think a lot changes about your perspective of things when you become a parent. And there's a lot of stuff like this where it's like, oh my God, I can't believe this person thinks this thing. It's like, well, a parent watching a film about a young girl being sent to fight in an arena to the death with people in the age range, age range, possibly that her, kid was when she watched this movie um i think it's gonna th- that's gonna be such a more disturbing thought than mm. you know to us we're like fucking sick like that'd be i would take everyone down yeah right right of course yeah i think i think it's just something uh, to me it tells me that your mother uh she don't take movies very seriously uh because that sounds like something someone would just say if they're more of like a casual when it comes mm. to, to to movies and doesn't really Bliss does say she's seen Blue Velvet though that's true that is quite the contradiction but I guess but, in saying it, one is more disturbing than the other that that feels more like she just happens to catch Blue Velvet yeah, yeah, yeah. in her <laughs> life and I do that think that um yeah I, I think that there's maybe I mean maybe Bliss your mum's got some demons that mm. you don't know about that uh, you know that the Hunger Games triggered, and so you know I would and say d- d- it, it's a very interesting perspective to say the Hunger Games is the most disturbing film you've ever seen. But at the same time, you know we don't know everyone's everyone's stories, so hmm. you know just because someone has a different experience to you, um, yeah, they might they might have some demons in their closet. What's the most disturbing movie you've ever seen? Uh, Catching Fire. <laughs> Uh, Bliss moves on, says you no, can no, do it. No, uh, asking you as well. What is um? What's yours? I reckon um, it was when I was a teenager, so I might mm. think it's not disturbing now. But I saw Hostel when I was like maybe fifteen, and I like disturbing to the point where I was like, I don't even like this. Um, I mean, I guess genuinely the answer is probably Salo, but I think Salo is a good movie. Yeah, but I actually uh, quite liked it. Yeah. Um, moving on to. It- I, well, that Bliss has spelt it IP Man. It's not me saying it, but they've I, yeah, said I think moving on to IP Man. I know nothing okay. about it. Oh, we're still doing the accents. Um, moving on to IP Man. I know nothing about it. What are you going to do? Tony Soprano. I've been watching The Sopranos. That's the New Jersey accent. Mm. I should be great as. <laughs> How about I shove it man up your fucking ass, Bliss? Um. Moving on to film franchise Fortnite. I hope you guys have seen the multitude for the record, of Just so cards. the listeners know this, Bliss has given AJ the option to stop the accent here. And you got he a turn? Is, 
and he Blazing is choosing ahead. to not uh, to not drop it. Moving on to film franchise fights, I hope you guys have seen the multitude of effects cards I have made themed around the podcast. I intend to keep making them until oh, it's turning into Rocket Raccoon, not so much Tardy Soprano. I didn't get Rocket Raccoon from that, AJ. <laughs> What's your Rocket Raccoon? You read the rest as Rocket Raccoon from I Intend. Um, God, there's a TikTok voice based around yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Be- I Intend. <laughs> That was good. That was, that was great. Good job. Um, I intend to keep making them until there are a hundred. Yes, they're they are there if you ever want them, but if you don't, that's okay. Print them out, put them in a binder, and then resell them twenty five ish years later for thousands more. Anyways, thanks for reading my thoughts. You, and if you can say this next part together, that would be swell. Heathenistic, Heathenistic schmuckerinos. I have a couple of thoughts on your. I want to um, ask you a question. Okay. <laughs> if okay. I if I said to you, uh, well, imagine when we we're living together, when we were on Patterson Street, and mm-hmm. there was that dairy where I got the really dry sausage roll that one time. If, <laughs> if I was here, <laughs> do you remember when I got the dry sausage roll? No, I don't even remember the dairy. It was like you would go to the end of the street. It was left, and then oh, and there yeah. was a poster for Bad Santa Two outside it for a long time. Yeah, yeah, um, still there to this day. <laughs> <laughs> if I said AJ, um, I'm gonna pick up some schmuckerinos. Mm. What flavor would you want me to get for you? Uh, is this is there an actual answer, or am I? No, it's a hypothetical. Okay, I would say get me strawberry flavored schmuckerinos. Interesting. What do you? What, what, why strawberry? What? What? In in your mind, what is a schmuckerino? Because I just like made a, it up. You fucking idiot. <laughs> it's like a um, you know the the um the American peanut butter and jelly brand schmuckers. Mm. I'm thinking it's like a a like candy form of that. Right. Yeah. 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 So is it strawberry and peanut butter? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I had a PB and J for maybe the first time the other day. Really? What, I, my, was, I was high. I was high on the, the illegal best, drug. That'd be the best marijuana. And I was like, I've never had one. I'm going to have one. It was all right. It's pretty good. Yeah. With actual J, or did you use jam? I raspberry. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Free jam. Well, that's not the same, is it? Right. Um, when when Jess and I, our first night in the States, uh, we went out to, I think we had... Um, uh, what's it called Shake Shack for mm-hmm. like a late lunch. We got there about one p.m. and we had Shake Shack maybe five p.m. And then on the way home we pu- we passed by a Ralph's, which is a a supermarket over there, and we bought Wonder Bread because I really wanted to try it, and p- peanut butter and actual you know American jelly, and we made PB and J's in bed and watched uh, Practical Jokers. I and reckon. Great. I reckon jam's probably better than jelly though, right? Do you know? Would you know what jam and jelly? What the difference is? I can. You tell me. Well, I've no, heard you, it before. You I can't, said me, you I can't can, remember. So. I can't remember. 
Uh, so, well, let's start preserves. Uh, entire fruit, like boiled and you know, candy. Well, not candy, but sugar added and stuff. Uh, jam is like mashed fruit gone through that process, and then jelly is fruit juice gone through that process. Right. Okay. So, um, Bliss. We so for those not caught up, Bliss uh, really took film franchise <laughs> fights and ran with it uh, and has been posting a lot of um what what they've called unofficial. event cards unofficial merch um and i'll say I, I have a couple of thoughts on this first of all great job and keep um keep making them uh, but secondly um, um you suck and stop <laughs> <laughs> no i think um i would say that my my uh i the, the the thing you've invented bliss to me is just enough difference to be a different game to me mm. because i think you <clears throat> have made cards like um uh can we where can we find them they're like it's, the it's like in in one of the scushies okay so i'm clicking on a random one what a random one of these cards um, it's a Hunger Games one. It says, Mockingjay, each player makes the other do an impression of one of their characters. Whichever character's impression was worse dies. Which is a great... That's that's funny. I like that. Mm. But I would say that, um, to me, part of what makes film franchise fight, the best part of it is making this up, this kind of stuff up as you go and sort mm. of a more of a I think role-playing I would love to game see aspect. The, what... Um bliss can go back through tweak some of the um some of these Mm -hmm. and i reckon this would be a fun drinking game or like a fun party game that you are at a party you have this whole deck of cards and i don't know there's some mechanic that makes you pick them up and it's things like that like oh do an impression of one of the players and then whoever doesn't um Mm run oh i i need to upgrade to uh, can we Zoom do that without Pro. stopping the recording huh can we <laughs> do that without stopping the recording i don't know the what i mean i should have logged this is what we normally do for <laughs> if, if this isn't showing up on the recording we have nine minutes and 40 seconds left in this recording <laughs> on zoom um and i have to upgrade to we are pro on the cult pop shit account so maybe oh, we right. should put out put out thoughts on blisters yeah <laughs> um cards to bed we can log out start a new record and mm. uh i'll log in as option. all right well the the other thing i would say as well is i think bliss you have a, a very specific voice that is is great for you for, for your work i would probably want to rewrite most of your cards so they're more in line with the cult pop cherry and uh brand voice uh <laughs> and also i reckon we get custom art on these bad boys so we don't have to pay anyone well other than the artist <laughs> to, to use, you know. like they've got he's, he's done another one called team edward versus team jacob when you play this card choose team edward or team jacob whichever team you choose that character will join your team the other characters will join the other players team so yeah like i i would probably custom get custom mm. edward and jacob well i would just pick there. team charlie yeah that's true all right well you, you at home won't notice any sort of change here but Adrian and I have to do a little bit of admin uh, just quickly. 
don't bear with us because you, you like it'll be seamless. To- uh, we're right. back, but you, we didn't leave for you. If you're watching this on YouTube, you will notice we have fun new names. I am mm. now AJ, and AJ is mm. Beauty Sleep, inexplicably. That's the the name of my PC. My PC is called Beauty Sleep. Why? My laptop is called uh, Power Nap. I think. Nice. I can't Sleepy remember boy. why. Uh, so that that the rest of the um, messages in cult elders is just people telling Bliss not to tell us what to do. So I think <laughs> we could probably move on from that and play some of these voice messages that we've got now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've just loaded one up on Jamale, um, but that's <laughs> which Gmail. one? Which one are we listening to first? Uh, I guess we'll do Vinny's first one, which is "I drink water. Call me Sip Man." Okay, let's listen to it. All right, I'm just quickly... Uh, let me just download it rather than playing it in the thing because that <laughs> never works. Oh, uh, and now I'm making a new folder because I edit these, so I like, download it to the edit folder that I that, that I use. That makes a lot of sense. I don't want to open this in iTunes. I'm sorry, computer. I want this in VLC. So let me just uh, switch my preferred opening method to vlc this is compelling compelling stuff all right thank you i know so uh here we are i've got three two one i'm ready to go that wasn't the actual i, I can do three two one ready to go are you ready to go <laughs> yeah i'm so confused okay yes. three two one sup fuckers Vinny here sup. so with Sorry. it man i only watched the first one because i just didn't have time finals have come and i'm deep deep into papers but watching it did remind me how when i was younger me and a bunch of friends would just get together at a park and start shooting our own little martial arts segments on phones <laughs> mind you this was back when it was flip phones and motorola razor cameras we were dealing with so glorious 144p footage of of young us doing random backflips and kicking and doing very appropriate accents we were very allowed to do and in no way could cancel any of us i did try to find one uh video that i know was on youtube but is probably delisted where it was a bunch of my friends we made like this 15 minute story where it was a typical like oh a kid getting bullied and then he he does some training in the woods and then ultimately just beats up the bully in a very outrageous fashion and i couldn't find it on youtube and i stopped talking to the friend who directed it because he is a very big trump supporter and believes the earth is flat (laughs) <laughs> well cool good on you um did you did you make how, how early were you making movies uh like later of any than description? i should have been right because i've i've got similar stories to Vinny. like i was i was shooting like little web series when i was just starting high school was when i first started like putting stuff on youtube you know mm. and and i've you know on a shitty digital camera that my mum had brought i like I filmed, I remember we did a series when I was 14 called Amigos that was supposed to be like jackass, uh, but we were too, you know, too scared to do anything that badass on it. And so it adapted and adapted. It went from trying to do stunts but not being good enough to like things like, I remember we had like a dry wheat bix eating competition on camera. I remember we bought a tube of Do you want to explain what wheat bix is for international Wheat bix is, is a very, a very dry cereal that it's you're like supposed a, to have a with milk. It's like a giant one. Brick. One brick of a, wheat. Yeah. Um, 
and I remember that was that one was all right. There was another one where I um I got like a tube of wasabi and I applied it like war paint and it got on my eyes. It was, it was right. That sounds so silly, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. And then um we made a a couple of years later we made a comedy sketch show called Good for a Giggle. There's some which, good stuff in in uh, I was gonna say the it works better written down the acronym of Good for a Giggle. <laughs> um because it is a problematic acronym um mm, which was not intentional good for a giggle the title came from we had an australian friend and he showed us the opening to the chopper reed movie with uh eric banner and when they're oh, like yeah. they're, they're talking to chopper on the on the news and he's like they're like people say you're violent and he's like who says that and they're like oh this person is like, oh he was just joking good for a giggle anyhow and we were like that's the name of the show that's um, the name of the show <laughs> and yeah there's some good stuff and good for a giggle it is all unlisted now because much like uh Vinny, this was a different time that we made this stuff in mm. and not all of it is the most sensitive kind of stuff but but the stuff that was sensitive is well, okay i'll give you one of my favorite sketches one of my favorite pieces of writing <laughs> that i've ever come up make a great tiktok which was just one of us it wasn't even me it was another guy he's just standing in front of a blank wall and he goes and then a censored beep goes boop and then he goes ah (laughs) that's a good joke that's a good sketch (laughs) there's another one where we walked in and we like we walked into this garage and there's this little button for like this remote and i'm clicking i was like oh the garage door's not closing and then someone comes in what are you doing it's like oh i was just trying to close the garage door oh my god dude that's the button to dylan's death That's great. the The other one that we didn't we didn't film it well, but I think professionally done, this would be a great sketch. Yeah. Was um one of the guys comes into the room where everyone's hanging out and goes, "Hey guys, I was on the news today," and <laughs> then we cut to um a news reporter reporting of some horrific crime that's happened, like going into these grim details, and then the background the guy runs in and starts doing that thing where people run into the background of news shots and wave around and and do offensive gestures and stuff. Mm. I think that'd be a good. Sketch I had a lot of that today. I was I was filming today, and mm. oh, so many people think it's the funniest thing in the world mm. to do that. To be like, fair, it is the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> Remember grab a what? No, not grab a by the pussy. Fucker in the pussy. Whatever that was. Remember <laughs> yeah. that one? That was that was that one like took the world by storm. Mm. Everyone was doing it. <laughs> Fucker right yeah. in the pussy. That was yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a friend it's of mine actually specific did, did terminology that. for a thing to yell <laughs> yeah. out. You know, it's not just it's not just general obscenity. It's a real specific way of phrasing that. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Vinny also sent in another voice note. Mm. Keeping them brief this week. Uh, very nice. Uh, this one's only uh, a paltry minute 25. It's called Being a Maze Designer is a Dead End Job. Let's listen to it. Three, two, one. When it comes to the Maze Runner franchise, it came out at a time where I just didn't care about future dystopian novel adaptations. Mm. I saw the first Divergent movie and was like, well, I'm never getting any of that time back. Then I saw Maze Runner's like, oh boy, here comes another dystopian future with some pretty teenagers to fight the establishment. The only time I've ever been in a maze was at this local ranch in Santa Clarita called Lombardi Ranch. It's this place where you usually just go and get your pumpkins in the fall. I was about five or six 
six and they had like this small child maze made out of uh, haystacks so it was this like easy accessible thing where it was high enough for like a small child not to see the the solution but it was short enough to where the parent would just stand on the side and try and help him out it was Hmm. it was the only time i've ever been in a maze and i thought about climbing over it and just saying fuck this i'm just gonna climb over and solve it myself and then all the other kids were yelling at me to get down because i was cheating and i didn't care so i was the first one on the other side so fuck all those other small kids they did have larger uh, corn cornfield maze that i was very excited to go to eventually but by the time i was old enough to get to it it had shut down because teenagers would get in the middle of it and start doing premarital relations in secluded parts of the maze so they shut that down honestly people have some decency why do such things in public gross before (laughs) marriage kids these days very good you ever been in a maze um that Vinny's thing did remind me one thing that it's like why not just climb to the top of the maze well they explain that in the movie well i forgot about that they say that the vines don't go all the way to the top well they build ladders and shit anywho they have i ever been in a maze yes have I you have. ever been in a maze yes yep. I, i've been amazed done? a few times <laughs> yeah. uh yeah there's there's a few mazes around interestingly the like what you finney talked about there a corn maze um we, we call it maze here m-a-i-z-d mm. um so we have there's a lot of places around that are like it's a maze, maze maze yeah yeah, yeah. and the amazing maze and maze do you yeah. remember that one yeah so I, i've done one of those before like when i was a kid i remember there was like one where it had like four towers that sort of like overlooked the corners so it's like if you were stuck you could you know get to one of the corners go up and then get your bearings and then go back in and yeah there was that one there's one in hammer springs that's like a um hidden temple sort of theme key to a maze though if you put if you walk in it'll take you a while but if you walk in but just put your hand on like the right wall follow that you'll get out hmm. like you'll, you'll be wall. led into dead ends but back out of them again and you'll, you you'll can do it on the left wall as well yeah because there, there has wall. to be a you path. could switch between them probably as you're doing it mm, but they just there has to be a path that follows that um i've been when i was 17 i went into the horror maze which is something i don't think i would do now fuck that no that, that but i did when i was lost. a teenager um, and the only thing I remember about it was uh, you get at the end of the maze, you get chased out by one of the monsters. Mm. Um, and I realized as we were getting chased out that I was running out into where the, the line was to enter. So there were all these people oh, yeah. lining up and they see people screaming, running out of the exit. And I thought like, I'll put on a show. So I ran, as we're running out screaming, I like intentionally like stumbled over and fell to the ground. <laughs> He's like, trying to have sex with me. <laughs> what are you talking the, the, about? Yeah. I don't know what that refers to. That was such a No, just like thing like put it put it you're like, oh, oh oh, I'll put on a show and it's like the clowns are pedophile. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> like that's your idea of like, oh I'll really no, scare no, them. No. <laughs> no, I like stumbled over to make it look more dramatic. It was good fun. Um, but yeah, I like getting maze anecdotes. I like Vinny's like, Vinny d- d- doesn't seem to have a lot to say about the maze runner. So he's like, all right, what can I talk about to still get my voice on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, like, that's what we need. Um, mm. 
All right, well, we've got one voice message here left from Dan from Hawaii. Which, for some reason, doesn't even want to try and open, and it, I don't even know what app that wants itself to open in. Um, it's only 30 seconds long, Richard. Oh, my God. It's a good thing I t- did that whole fucking thing about thank you at the start. I was going to have nothing to talk about. <laughs> um, you ready? Yes, here we go. Uh, three, two, one. Dan from Hawaii here. I'm in a dentist office, and I just want to say that I'm enjoying the podcast, but I'm falling very behind because why does this Scooby Doo episode so long? I mean, I get it, but uh, I I just got to the to the Moon Knight uh, joke <laughs> re-explanation, and I am enjoying the ride. Uh, I'm sorry it's taking me so long to catch up, but um, hello from the dentist. Uh, I should say aloha from the dentist. Uh, and aloha also means goodbye. <laughs> aloha almost also means goodbye would be a good like title for like a melancholy coming of age story mm. set in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, I write do- it, Dan. Write that. Write us that that coming of that age drama. Coming of age drama. Dan's mm. already written a melancholy coming of age drama, and I've well, he'll be it. even better at it then. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> hey, that's why you got you got a second go at it now, Dan, because we're giving you the title. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, Dan didn't leave in there. What, uh, what dental work they were having done? No, very curious. What yeah. was the last dental work you had done, AJ? I love. We've talked about this. We've probably talked about this on meeting of the elders. Sure. Well, I feel like I, I've talked about this recently. That they, I went in there because my teeth were set. Were, like kind of sensitive and i was i was like god i haven't been in five years this was four years three years ago now mm. um and i went in there being like god they're gonna tell me my teeth are horrible the last time i went to the dentist they told me i needed a root canal but i just said no sorry mm. <laughs> i'm not like no that. i'm still trying to get a root <laughs> that um, that's slang for six thank you um, and they were like, hey, your teeth are great. Your teeth look great. Which I was like, first of all, why did the other dentist want to give me a root canal so bad? Because they cost a lot. Fine? Yeah. But isn't is, sorry, Richard, is can, we, can we both agree that that's uh, pure evil then, right? That, uh, yeah, I think I want- think we can all agree dentists are pure evil. <laughs> um, and then they said, no, your teeth are fine. Um, just start using Sensodyne. Just rub that on your teeth if they get sensitive. Mm. But what we will do is we'll clean all the plaque that's kind of like like barnacle encrusted on your mm. teeth just at the gum line. Uh, and then they did that. And I'm sure I've talked about this before yeah, on the have. podcast, but it was it, it was the most painful thing I think mm. I've felt <laughs> that I can remember feeling. Was <laughs> this, the, like scraping the, the plaque off my gums. I was like, you needed to give me anesthetic. This is so painful. I, yeah, I remember you saying that. It's like, they were like, oh, this might be a little bit uncomfortable. And they're like, that wasn't enough warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did not know how much that was going to hurt. Um, but yeah, that. what about you? You went to the dentist recently, didn't you? Uh, it was over a year ago now. Oh, but yeah, yeah, over a year ago now. But it was a big moment for me and I'm very proud of myself. Well, we also all of us here at the elders meeting of the elders. Richard, I'm okay with doing shorter meeting of. Yeah, the I mean, I'm I'm happy episodes. to adjourn the meeting. I think we've gone through a lot of fun content. Mm. Uh, mm. We well, let's let's reminisce on what we've what we've talked about this episode. My, you say it, and I'll provide the music. Of, my hangups of thank you of, of having thank you be said to me, and my coming to terms with the fact that maybe a simple "you're welcome" is what I'm after. 
then it's later on we heard from <laughs> from our right. some of our elders who wrote in who you, you know had me do a Bostonian accent. Uh, Fromage sent in his rankings of the Hitman franchise. Look and at this photograph. Two of our Every time I do it makes me laugh. Sent in audio clips to us. So one red. from the dentist and it one from the hell is from on Joey's head. <laughs> <coughs> Do you know what the hell was on Joey's head? A hat. Uh, it's an ice bucket. All right. <laughs> well, good night, everybody. <laughs> stick around for the oh, post credit st- scene. Though. Sorry, stick around for the post credit <laughs> sequence and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and join the Patreon if you want to um, uh, get in on this fantastic content. <laughs> you too can send us voice messages from the dentist office. Um, what? Welcome along to the post credit scene. There's a segment at the end of each episode where if you donate $5 or more over at patreon.com slash Popshire, you get to give us something to talk about in the post credit scene. Richard, what is it and who's it from? This one comes to us from Dan Connell, who we just heard from. He says, <laughs> I'm at the dentist office. <laughs> uh, what film soundtracks do you listen to the most often? Is there any song that takes you out of a movie? Um, I, I, there's, uh, there's a soundtrack or specifically one song i have been blasting on repeat for the last 48 hours and that is uh halle bailey's version of part of your world from the <laughs> little mermaid 2023 i reckon nice. that's probably going to be my my most played song of the year at this point wow. um there's actually it's the third song that i've been like obsessed with for a little bit of time so uh, between Oh Caroline by the 1975 Hit and Run by Auntie Donna and Part of Your World by Halle. Um, and these all feature in the Little Mermaid live action. Yes. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I, yeah, I, I can't give you my full thoughts uh, just yet, but a social media reaction. Um, hmm. Check out my social media for my reaction to The Little Mermaid 2023 because uh, hot damn. <laughs> Mm. and yeah, um, i mean hallie bailey you watched the performance she did on um on american idol at disneyland fucking incredible that woman is immensely talented so the uh the soundtracks i've listened to are we talking scores and soundtrack or just soundtracks i think we open up to scores as well i'd say the scores that i've listened to the most in my life aren't movie scores yeah one of them's a movie score when when I was when I was younger, I listened to the Twenty Eight Days Later score a lot. The um, mm, in a heartbeat, as the I just said that there, there is one movie. Yeah, yeah. So I listened to, to in a heartbeat. The one you're talking about. Yeah, in a heartbeat's a cool. That's the the main one you're thinking of when you think of the music from Twenty Eight Days Later. Days later. Heartbeat. London um, was full of zombies. <laughs> we had to uh, shut down around Big Ben, <laughs> and we filmed the scene at four a.m. That bit. You're driving me to, to tears here because of mm. how important that music is to me. I've also <laughs> I also listened to a lot of um, Michael Giacchino's Lost score. Mm. When I was a teenager, so I'm pretty intimately goes, familiar with that. They're lost on an island. And Where? they filmed 28 days later at 4 a.m. I think it was more like 5 a.m., I don't know, because the sun obviously had to be up. Yeah, um, yeah. Between 5 and 6. I don't know. They shut down a whole city. It was, it was crazy. 
crazy it's that they able stuff. to do Listen that. Listen to our Twitter days later episode <laughs> yeah. for more information. Uh, no, but yeah, the there's smoke monsters and polar bears. They're both explained, but your friends will still complain that they don't know how they got there. Hmm. And the other big one I reckon that I, I listened to a lot uh, was, oh, I don't remember the artist, but the score for the point-and-click game Machinarium is a gorgeous mm. little, like, sort of trancey electronica score that do, I'd do, highly do, recommend do, 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 if point you want here, to click there, to. you're in the Machinarium. I am a robot! <laughs> <laughs> I am a robot, Dr. Han! <laughs> 